What's going on, guys? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. It's the motherfucking Fight Club, and we're doing UFC today. We back at the Apex. These are your hosts for the show. I'm Paul Pickin' Winham Concha. I got my shot poured up, and who's with me? Hey, man, it's a motherfucking gangster party. You feel me? See, I'm wearing red black because I have to tell you it's about respect. You feel me? And you gonna respect motherfucking Team Pena, you dirty bitches. And my dogs were undefeated in the motherfucking. Finale this motherfucking weekend, man. But who else in this motherfucker? You feel me? Man, what's going on, boys? It's Pine Town Mark, man. That's all you need to know. Yes, bro, I'm so lit. Bro, I'm so lit. I don't think I said my name. And we're going to keep it moving anyways. Fuck what you heard, man. But, dog, how'd you feel about the card, man? 10 fights, 10 finishes, man. I feel like you can't really beat that. Historic fucking finish, boys. I want to say that was a great fucking night of fights. I don't think I've great night of fights. I don't, I've never seen all finishes like this is this is up there. This is up there recorded a year just because of that. And for ten, I was watching this shit with a girl, and she was funny because I was telling, I was like, I'm not gonna lie to you. Usually, like some of these go to the end, and like the judges have to do their jobs and shit like that. This will keep, and it wasn't until Paul said it, he was like, Yo, bro. Everybody got finished, and their finishes were so violent. And you're talking like motherfucking uh, Muhammad Usman, how he fucking um, finished Zach Paga, or motherfucking the ass whooping my homeboy Vincente Luque fucking took for like fucking what, two, three rounds? Like and then motherfucking it, shit was violent, kid. Brian Battle it. head kicks Sato's head off. Motherfucking, I loved it, man. So, Marcus, man, did you get a chance to peep any fights, man? Tell me which one's your favorite. I, I didn't get to peek too much of the early undercards. I mean, I was tuned in with the on Twitter, so like I've been, I was seeing like a couple of the, damn, a couple of the big knockouts, but I wasn't able to be like tuned in like on the app and shit, watching the full fights until the towards the end. Y'all got y'all got to update me. Shit, Kev, let me know what fight you want to talk. Cause I mean, Terrence McKinney. I just want to say real quick, T Rex. I knew he was gonna win it. He knew he was going to win it. He's been tweeting before. He said, call your Babe Ruth shot, time, round, everything. I said, first round, two minutes, 15 seconds, and it was to get signed merchandise. He won first round, two minutes, 17 seconds. I was the closest person. Everyone in the comments even were commenting underneath my comment, yo, you were two seconds off. You're the closest. I thought maybe I'd still win something. I ain't hear nothing from Cat, but – I, I just know two seconds off from my boy T-Rex. I'm sending this clip, T-Rex, man. Run my dog merch at two seconds. Two or, seconds. Or run the fade. Oh, shit. I'm not going to lie. We going to jump to I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm going to come with a gun, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, shout out to brother. That was a good motherfucking fight. That was a good finish. That was a good stop, man. But... Especially to start the main I'm the five dogs and team motherfucking pain, your Marcus. You feel me? I, you know, I said Payne might not have won the fight, but she was going against the best ever. You feel me? Like it's like it's like going against Michael Jordan in the nineties. Like, come on now, you're not mad that you lost. No, there's nobody that's sitting there like, damn, I'm 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 distraught that I couldn't beat fucking Michael Jordan in the nineties. It's like trying to beat two thousand Shaq. It's like it didn't make sense at the time. Move on, it's okay. That's yeah, perfectly fine, bro. Nobody's gonna hold it against me. Motherfucking the way the way that my dog showed out, starting <laughs> off with um. Juliana Miller. She first off, Brogan Walker is a step down, come at you fighter. And the fact that Juliana Miller just she just stays soft and posed, and she has these big ass fucking eyes, so it just feels like she can see everything slowed down. Yeah, she do, bro. 
And she just slowed down and her face. Yeah, them bug eyes. Her face never changed. I ain't gonna lie, this shit kind of attractive. Motherfucking. And she just never, she just never fucking changed her face and she just stayed focused and she just stayed smooth. She fought her fight. And the way that she finished on top of her, she really killed it. She was dropping her elbows heavy. And Broken Walker is a tough kid. And she just, the ref said, yo, did I, hey, let's stop this, man. Let's stop this. But then, wait, Paul, do you, how do you feel about that one? No, I would say 10 minutes control time, four for four takedowns. And then she hit the fucking, the fucking, ugh, degeneration X onto her ass at the end of the fight. Damn. So disrespectful. And remember, these people lived in the same house for a minute, so they probably really had problems. No, she did. She said, well, they asked her, why do you, why did you do the extra taunt? She said, you never heard of DX? She said, apparently, Walker said she was going to knock her out while they were sitting at the same table. And she she took that, like, oh, word. Second bitch. But nah, man, that shit was fire as fuck, man. But my dog, Mo, ooh. <laughs> Come on, man. And it was cool because I was rooting for homie, but I didn't think that, like, I didn't believe in him. I apologize. You don't go against the Nigerians ever. You feel me, bro? They're going to get the job done. Motherfucker, my dog knocked out Poaga so bad that motherfucker Francis Naganu hit him with the, man, I don't want no problems. I don't want to see him, brother. You know what I'm saying? And they say, it's just like a WWE. You're putting your, you're putting your mans over. You feel me like that? Put people on those. Get, him, get his followers up. You feel me? But that was a good fight. I was really proud of that boy. Paul, how do you feel about that shit? Honestly, I mean, I don't think he was winning the fight at the time. But in heavyweights, bro, four-ounce gloves, anybody's lights can go out. Don't get too cocky. Zach Pogba, even on Twitter, he said, for y'all to say I lost that fight is to not give Usman credit. Usman found a hole in my defense, and now I got to go work on my defense. And I was like, I respect Pogba for that tweet. And I respect Usman because he got that dub. And, hey, bro, I talked down upon the boy, and he showed me. He showed me I was wrong. I'm not going to lie. That's a hard-ass division you're walking into. But, like, especially after seeing a motherfucker, what's it called? It's a hard-ass division you got to walk into. So, like, shout-out to that boy. I hope he continues to improve because Usman didn't have it all when he first came. He was just the first. Mm-hmm. He, just, he just got it together before he needed. Well, before he just got it together when he needed to. So shout out the Usman family, man. That's pretty. That's pretty lit to have two tough um five um winners. Like, that's a pretty good feeling. But on to the next one. You feel me? Shit, we were. Uh, I think we both were wrong on this one. We had Vince Luque getting knocked the fuck out by Geoff Neal. Eight uppercuts later. And a fucking a heavy pieces. It was a third round knockout, and I'm gonna give it to y'all because I think Neil won every round, multiple knockdowns, two knockdowns before the KO. But Vince Luque, the legendary chin, I think is gone, boys. What was my pick in this fight? I don't think you were here for this one. Oh no, I think no, you took G off Neil. You because I when I introduced Homeboy. I said he's a great boxer. Hands of Steel is his nickname. And on top of it, and he knocks people down, he gets finishes, which he showcased. You feel me? That's just your boy doing his homework, man. I just knew it off rip, man. Damn, jet laying on the ground. You feel 113 me? head strikes, all significant strikes. Stop playing, man. The boy did his work. 
uppercuts, man. Listen to the man. But the bigger deal is what the fuck is going on with Luke, bro? Once a top four fighter at welterweight, untested, a seven-fight KO streak, and now back-to-back losses. One was to wrestling, which was okay. Muhammad's a dog. Geoff Neal's a dog, but no one expected him to get beat up on the fucking feet, let alone every round there was multiple times where he was getting wobbled. That chin is toast. Kev, looking at it, while you're still looking at it, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I mean, I think he's older. Like, you got to remember, he was on the tough, so it's not like he came into this like a fresh, young prospect. I think he's kind of, he has to figure out when you get older and you have that that strong firefight mentality, I feel like you have to switch. And that's something Kamaru Usman talks, talks about a lot because he says, like, you can't get out of bed the same. Like, you got to warm up for two hours now but before you can go at it the same. So I think that that may be playing a part. But at the end of the day, it happens, man. Like, damn, we got – we can hope that he can go back to the drawing board. I'd say take some time off, really sit down and let your body heal, relax, and put some money into your body and like figure out what needs to get figured out. Cause like, I don't think the fight was close even slightly. I think if it went to the decision, it would have been unanimous. Is the chin gone? That's my question for Blue Kate. Cause he has a, he had a legendary chin and I saw a lot of memes of like Frankie Egger one time like a, a before meme of all the boys together and then a whole bunch of gravestones of chins and it was like frankie egger legendary chin died at a certain age like is luke now on that cusp of is the chin gone which we see a lot of ha- happen with a lot of fighters who love firefights and they get into their later years it's not gone but it definitely needs to get you know it's under investigation. It's under investigation. It's like a suspect right now, but let him get let him get a fight. Let him get a fight that matches his fighting style a little bit. Another brawler, and then um, let's so let's run this back. We're not gonna give up on Luke. Never that. I'm holding the red card. Why are you holding the red card, Marcus? Because dude's chin is fucked, bro. Because, <laughs> <laughs> bro. We're not going to sit here and act like this man's chin is just going to get better all of a sudden. This shit is just going to go down. This is not saving the chin. This shit is just the beginning of it, sad to say. I mean, he might still get some dubs, but overall, that chin, buddy, there's nothing repairing that. There's nothing fixing it. Unless you want to go and meet fucking Canelo and do his chin workouts. Other than that, man, that shit is dead flies. I've never seen a chin get better with age. Fuck no. <laughs> Look at him, Amir Khan. Oh, my like, God. Per- like, come on, bro. There's just so much examples. Shit's dead. And I was, I still, I still love my boy. That boy still could get in the firefights. I'm not going to hold it against him because Geoff Neal's nickname is Hands of Steel. All right. So maybe he goes in there with a, a, a decent boxer that just doesn't have hands of steel. This <laughs> shit can hold up. Hands of fucking wood, he means. And his combinations are crazy. The way he was hitting them with these one-twos, like, yeah, Geoff Neal is not, is a bad guy. 
and that welterweight division is so stacked. So it's only fun to see what happens. But yeah, we see how we feel about Luke's chin going forward. Let's talk about this main card. And I mean, the main event, Tiago Habib Santos versus Jameel Hill, where Jameel Hill knocked him out with some elbows in the fourth round and where I felt like Herb Dean could have called it. But Herb Dean was like, are you dead? Paul. Tiago Santos was looking like motherfucking Habib out there. Paul, I was about to say, please tell, please say the stats on this fight. Oh, there, one hundred percent. That fight was going towards Jamil Hill, and, and I'm it was going towards Tiago Santos. Six out of twenty takedowns. I don't give a fuck if he shot forty because when he was taking him down, he won the round every time. Like every single time he took him down, controlled him, landed a few shots. I personally was just like. I think so. I think so. Honestly, like especially going towards the fourth round, I felt like Jamil Hill needed the knockout because I felt like Santos did enough to like on the feet. It was pitter patter. No one really got the great shot. Like like there's a few times where people collide, but nothing too crazy. And then he takes him down and controls him for like a minute, a minute ten. He'll get or maybe like thirty seconds, and then he gets back up just to get taken down again for another 45, 50 seconds. I just didn't think it was a great look to end the rounds. And I felt like Santos was winning. Santos is a fucking boxer kick, like a stand-up fighter. What the fuck is he doing getting six takedowns on you? So that just scares me on Hill going forward because if someone who only trains fucking stand-up and is a stand-up fighter was able to take you down six times, control you for six minutes, it's wow. Wow, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think it's crazy how we have two completely opposite takes in this fight. How are you looking at it? Crazy, Mark. How do you feel about this fight? Did you get a chance to really like sit down and dissect a little deeper into my dog? I'm gonna hold y'all boys. I fell asleep, man. Drake caught up to him. Uh, Now I was a sober guy this weekend, but I was I was watching the Ortiz fight and like. Once that shit was towards the end, buddy, I don't even remember falling asleep, but. Long night. But shit, what did you see? I mean, this is why judging is judging in UFC. What was a, what was your take on this fight? Yeah, dog, I saw, I felt like Tiago Santos did not want to go throw hands with my dog. I felt like anytime Tiago Santos really, Jamil Hill was really willing to sit down and take that pressure, but I feel like Tiago Santos did not want that. That's why he had to go for 20 takedowns. Like, my dog took 20 shots. I don't know. That wasn't in the game plan, so that's why I felt like the fact that he stuffed 14 of them bitches, I thought, like, oh, shit, this nigga really, this nigga really was fucking shit up, but, like, he did get taken down. I feel like he did get control time, but I don't think he did any damage on top or did went for any submissions. I really feel like, and I'm not all of them, but I felt like he kind of like, there was a few that like, okay, Jamil Hill kind of got right back up. But Jamil Hill did take a lot of damage. Just looking at his face right now, like, nigga got fucked up a lot. But I didn't like, um, yeah, I would have thought Jamil Hill was, I, I was on scoring. If I was Sal, my, my, if I was Sal, I would have had Jamil Hill winning that thing. Cause like, it's when the fourth round, he solidified it definitely. But the combinations he was getting, he was getting a lot more cleaner punches and he was connecting. I think Tiago Santos was returning them, but they weren't hurting him like um like um Jamil Hill was hurting him. No, I, I think I, I agree too, because the reason why he was shooting all the takedowns was because he knew he wasn't winning the stand-up. He's also like 30, 30, he's older. He's on the 
his chin's kind of toast. We all knew that was Santos. But I just think with Hill, the big tell for me, like, I like Hill because he's just a fucking, he's a fun fighter. You're not going to get a boring fight when you watch a Jamel Hill fight. He's knocking motherfuckers out. But Santos getting six takedowns is just, like, even though he won the fight, just going forward, like, we can, I don't want to argue on the judging criteria because, like, it ended in a KO. It doesn't matter what the judges thought. But just going forward, Tiago Santos got six takedowns. Like that's not that's not that's not a good look, especially when you have like a rock kick and a Glover and like shit like that in your fucking division. Like those are people that will like rocket will control you for fifteen minutes. Like don't, don't uh, like, even yawn. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like you don't want to like these are great uh, like wrestlers and ground fighters. So like if Tiago Santos who only stands up and fights was able to do it. It kind of scared me going forward, but he's still a fun fighter and light heavyweight because light heavyweights is so up for the grabs right now. Yeah, I think in this for him to be like a championship contender, I think that's like two more big fights because this was a good one. I think you got to kind of go against like Akalayev and um, who he just fight Anthony Smith and, and Smith, and then you still got to deal with um, Beyond and then Glover. So like you feel like. You'd have to win this fight, which he did. Then he has to win another fight, and then he gets a number one contender fight. Not a fact. And, and the UFC is pushing him, so like it's it's up for the grabs. He just finished Tiago Santos, who top six or whatever his his rank was. So he's he's up in that he's up in that uh, area now. I wonder how popular is the name Santos is in Brazil because you got Tiago Santos. Alia Santos. Oh, all, of them, all of them, bro. Like, just like Texiera and Oliveira. There's so, it's, uh, there's so, Anios. Like, those are just names coming out of Brazil, like hotcakes. Hotcakes. Nah, I like Brazil, man. When is the next time UFC going to Brazil, man? Stay tuned. Saturday morning, we gonna have the MMA news because a lot of shit's going down, man. So, if you didn't know, that was UFC, the T, the tough season finale. Shout out the fighters that won. They got their contracts. Yes, sir. Continue growing. This good, all that good stuff. Jamil Hill, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna hope you continue to grind. And Vicente Luque, we gonna find your motherfucking chin. You feel me? But in the meantime, this is a totally blitz podcast. In case you didn't know, we don't remind tell, we don't mind telling you again. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pickham when we're constant. Mark is primetime motherfucking penalty. And it's your boy, Lil KK, a.k.a. the Dom P.Y.E. If you didn't know, but now you know, yeah, bitch. Got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not new. Higher than I ever been I got a problem with